Today's guest on There is Power in Your Story is Aisha Bo Johnson. Aisha is a digital content creator, speaker, and founder of AishaBow.com, a digital destination highlighting all things self-care for women of color. She specializes in writing about beauty, lifestyle, and wellness topics, highlighting the importance of internal and external well-being. Aisha's writing about mental health and personal development has been featured by outlets such as Fast Company and Success. Most recently, Aisha launched a podcast called Rewritten, which can be listened to on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever podcasts are available. Aisha, thank you so much for joining us today. Could you please just tell our listeners a little bit about you? Yes, absolutely. So as Veronica mentioned, my name is Aisha Bo Johnson. I'm a digital content creator and speaker specializing in beauty, lifestyle, and wellness. I'm also a freelance writer where I write about mental health and personal development for a number of different media outlets. Uh, my work has been featured in outlets like Success and Fast Company, just on how to deal with uh, various mental health topics, as well as ways to develop yourself personally. So from being more productive to dealing with stress, microaggressions at work, I have covered it all. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. And yeah. It sounds like you're really positioning yourself in beautiful ways to help support the lives of other women. Absolutely. That is my number one goal. And I've actually been doing this now for a little over two years, surprisingly. Um, Prior to that, I was working in the fashion industry as a publicist. So it's a completely different world right now that that I've um, pivoted to. But I had been doing that for over 10 years and I just wasn't feeling fulfilled anymore, you know. And it just didn't really seem like an industry for me that was helpful in my personal self-care journey anymore. I think that once I became more self-actualized and more sure with myself, I realized that this wasn't the path I wanted to be on anymore. And so two and a half years ago, I decided to take a leap of faith (laughs) and pursue opportunities that would help fulfill me more and be more conducive to my personal mental health and well-being. Mm -hmm. And I know you just mentioned the word Mm self-care and from your website, there there are a couple (laughs) phrases I pulled that I really like and spoke to me. And it says all things self-love in regards to your podcast rewritten. And also on your website, it says self-care for women of color. So I really like how you are focusing on that area of self-care and how we can nurture ourselves in multiple ways. Yeah, I think it's so important. And I think that that's where everything begins, you know, whether it's wanting to pivot your career or develop your relationships or your your friendships and, and the way that you interact with people, it all starts from the way that you talk to yourself, the way that you treat yourself and how you hold yourself and value who you are. And that kind of radiates to the world around you and what you get from the world around you, you know? Mm-hmm. I like that. It's kind of 
what we we put out there or emanate that's that's what we're going to receive back in in various mm. ways mm-hmm. tell me about it yes i also noticed <laughs> that again you focus on beauty wellness and mental health mm-hmm. and i feel like we are just in a in 2020 in a significant <laughs> period where mental health is really standing out from the the pandemic to our other societal issues and tragedies that that are taking place. So I really wanted to hone in on that mental health uh, topic with you today and, and to discuss that a little bit more. So I wanted to dive in by asking if you were to define mental health mm-hmm. or even to describe it, what would you say it is? Ooh, um, I think mental health for me personally is my foundation. Mm-hmm. When my mental health is intact, when I'm feeling the self-love, when I'm building on those self-care routines and, and taking care of that mental space, mm-hmm. that's when I can build upward. So for me, mental health is that first phase, that foundation for sure. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the phrase that you said of you can build upward. So mm. when you say that, what, what does that mean? So for me, it's taking a look inside, mm-hmm. seeing what makes me, not only makes me tick, but what has, you know, hurt me in the past, what mm-hmm. moves me, what causes me to react in certain ways and mm-hmm. triggers me or has triggered me in the past and looking at those things instead of pushing them away and really putting mm-hmm that mental health and those um, aspects of me to the forefront Mm -hmm. so that from there I can make more sound decisions for myself and the way that I move through the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, It being, it helping me move upward is helping me to blossom in a way, because if I'm not taking care of my mental health, there's no way that I can take care of anything else on the outside. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I'm just going to crack. I think when I was working in fashion, the last job that I had, it was the entire time when I got into the industry as an assistant, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I said to myself, I am going to be the head of communications for a luxury brand. That is what's going to happen. And I got there and I got there at 27. (laughs) Yeah. I know I was, I'm very, I'm still very proud of that, but I got yeah. there and I realized like I put so much weight on this thing hmm. and I finally got it and it wasn't, it wasn't what fulfilled me. It wasn't what I needed. I thought that it was what I needed. I thought that title, that salary, that glitz and glam was what I needed to feel the fulfillment, the fulfillment, the void that um, that I was trying to fi- fill, but it wasn't. And it took me literally breaking down in the bathroom at, mm. um, at this job <laughs> and going from the bottom and having to work my way back up again to, you know, kind of pull the pieces back together. Mm. Um, mental health is just where it all starts. And I think that is what I mean. That long story <laughs> is what it's I meant. It's a great story, though. And the story is very relevant because I think mm-hmm. about sometimes we have goals and we're pursuing mm-hmm. those goals. But like you said, once we attain it, it's, wait mm-hmm. a minute, is this 
actually in alignment with who I am and, and what I should be doing. And yeah. so sometimes our goals we set, we may not realize it right away, but it, it may actually conflict with us in certain ways mm-hmm. or they, they might steer us onto the wrong path. And then once we get onto that, I guess I'll call it right path, we can feel that we're more in alignment, more in alignment yeah. with what we should be doing and what we're passionate about. Yes, exactly. Yes. And as you were saying earlier, reflecting back on the roots and when Mm. it comes to mental health, that word reflection is so key of Mm -hmm. where did my thought patterns come from? Where did my behaviors come from as an adult now? And we can look back often through our earlier years, childhood, um, adolescent years and pick up on that's what it's rooted in. But those behaviors and thought patterns may no longer serve me as an adult. They may be um, unhealthy for me now as an adult. Right. And how I need to function. Yeah, I love how you say they don't serve serve you anymore. Like, I think that's something that I had to definitely come to terms with. There are a lot of things that may not serve you any longer that you're holding on to for dear life (laughs) that are just weighing you down. Exactly. And I thank you and I appreciate that you shared about you, you said that you had, you broke down in the bathroom, mm-hmm. bathroom. In mm-hmm. what ways or what steps did you take to start building yourself back up again? Yeah. So after that breakdown, I had to completely remove myself from that situation. Mm-hmm. I had to put in my two weeks notice <laughs> and essentially start from scratch. And it was terrifying Veronica when I tell you it was it was scary you know going into uncharted territory because when I left I all I knew was I needed to get out of the fashion industry Mm. I just needed to to sever ties with that part of my life and I didn't necessarily know where I was going to go after that but all I knew was that I had to make a drastic change and I think sometimes these drastic shifts or these losses that we, we, or things that we think are losses mm-hmm. are actually to help propel us to move forward. Because here's the thing, before that job, I had been working somewhere else and I ended up, they had done some layoffs and I got laid off. Mm-hmm. And I, after I got laid off, I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe I'll try to pursue something else. Then this new amazing title comes in and I just like completely abandoned that. Mm-hmm. And I jump right into the opportunity when the sign was there before that I needed to start over. I was laid off. I was, you know, this opportunity was stripped from me so that mm-hmm. I could wake up to see that, but I didn't see it. And I, and I say that to say that sometimes you have to start from the bare minimum mm-hmm. to then move forward. And so I knew I had this blog <laughs> and I was like, well, wherever it takes me is where I'm going to go. I'm just going to continue writing for my blog. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to open up about my journey. And that was when the floodgates opened for me because Mm -hmm. after I left that job, I wrote about my mental health journey and the fact that I live with anxiety and, you know, how that has shaped me. And, and I got an influx of people who were, who related to that. Mm -hmm. And so I continued to share my story and also just build upon the content that I was building, but, or that I had, um, I was producing, but it took me from starting at the bottom, leaving something I, I, I no longer felt was serving me to then opening up 
mm-hmm. and uh, you know, sh- showing this side and being vulnerable. And then from there, I started to just do what made me feel good. Right. Writing made me feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, producing content made me feel good. Sharing with people, helping others through my YouTube channel and mm-hmm. doing hair tutorials for mm-hmm. other Black women who are struggling with, you know, maintaining their natural hair. I think as little as it may sound, I think that's very important as Black women. We we feel good when our hair looks good, you know? Exactly. So <laughs> being able to help other people helped me to find my footing and to find my path. Hmm. And again, like I used that word alignment previously, it mm-hmm. sounds like when you started pouring into your blog and these other avenues of sharing pieces of you, you came into alignment. Yes. It seems like even when I view your website or your videos, it sounds like you are so passionate about it and at peace too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that at peace part is so important because it took me a little while to truly feel at peace because I think at the beginning, I was like, well, what I'm doing isn't necessarily traditional. So a lot of people aren't going to get it. You know, like not a lot of people are going to get, oh, so she just, she posts videos online. She writes blog posts, like they're they're not going to get it. And so I I was harping on that for a very long time Mm -hmm. and feeling like I needed to prove myself to say, well, I wrote this for this magazine and this for this website and did this as well. But I've gotten to the point now where, yes, this is what I do. Yes, mm-hmm. I have posted a, 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 t- a hair tutorial. Yes, I did write a story on home decor or, you know, like I, I have written these things and I do these things and they make me happy. And not only that, they are helping someone. Everything I do is with an intention to help and to, to, sh- to inspire mm-hmm. someone else. So with that, I'm, I feel good. I feel really good about it. As long as I can do that every single day, that's what makes me happy. And it took a while <laughs> to, to feel comfortable with that. But um, yeah. Yes. And, and it's important to know our intentions and mm. are they, again, in alignment with our, our actions and then our outcomes. Definitely. Right. Um, earlier, you used the word anxiety. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if you could describe what anxiety is for our listeners. What would you say it is? Mm. So anxiety, in my opinion, it, in my opinion, <laughs> um, uh, it is a, a deep feeling of dread and uncertainty that overcomes you in a way where you feel stuck mm-hmm. or you feel apprehensive about your own decisions and your own judgment. Mm. Um, I often feel it in my chest and my neck and my throat. Mm. And it's, it's like a a lump. And it's, like I said, it's a feeling of dread that just overcomes me. And it's something that I've had to learn to live with Mm -hmm. and move with. Yeah. Mm. Gosh, and I, w- when it comes to anxiety, you mentioned about this sense of dread, and then it turns into these um, physical, often mm-hmm. just in my training, I refer to these as the physical symptoms mm-hmm. uh, someone may experience internally that other people on the outside can't see. So mm-hmm. those outside may not have a full understanding 
of what that internal experience is like for someone with say the the lump in the throat or others may have again the tightening in the chest or mm -hmm. the racing thoughts that seem to that like they can't get control oh yes that too thoughts. for me <laughs> the ruminate the constant rumination yeah. and mm -hmm. the like thinking about things over and over replaying mm -hmm. scenarios constantly oh, yeah. that is yeah that's something that that I deal with quite often yes with that what are some steps you take to mm -hmm. I guess uh, respond or cope with the symptoms that are taking place mm -hmm. so in the physical aspect one thing that I am practicing is very deep intentional breathing okay it takes a while uh, to, to really I guess get your body used to that but the deep intentional breathing really helps me to refocus and I still may have that those anxious feelings and, and my heart uh, beating quite quickly, but it, it at least helps me to gain clarity in that moment. Mm -hmm. So the physical symptoms aren't as severe. So the deep intentional breathing, and then when it comes to the rumination and the thoughts, I, I have to talk back to myself and mm -hmm. say that that hasn't happened yet, mm -hmm. or that's happened in the past, mm -hmm. you can't change it it's okay, you're okay, or you made a mistake. I, I have to talk to myself in return. I don't just let myself fly away with these thoughts. So I've been practicing that quite often, um, just that self-talk mm -hmm. and making sure that I don't let myself get too carried away with these unnecessary thoughts and worries that are just stopping me from doing what I need to do. Yeah. I think our self-talk is incredible. The, mm -hmm. And we have I often say hundreds of thoughts per minute that are just transitioning <laughs> through our minds. And yes. there, there are certain ones we catch and hold on to. Mm -hmm. And it's important to ask ourselves, why am I holding on to that particular thought? And right. I appreciate how you said, well, that happened in the past there's there's nothing that I can change regarding that or this hasn't mm -hmm. even happened yet so why right. am I pouring <laughs> into this oh my gosh <laughs> life story this has not <laughs> happened yet Aisha yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the steps that you take to stop uh, the ruminating or the thoughts coming in and attempting to take over and definitely with the um thoughts of situations that haven't happened yet, there's that ac acronym of fear, false expectations appearing real. Real. Oh, I like yeah. that one. <laughs> it's false, it doesn't exist, it hasn't happened, but I'm responding yeah. to it as if it's happening right now. And mm -hmm. it's and when we're able to catch those thoughts and, and put them into the category they belong in, we can have better control over it. Right. But it's a challenge and it's definitely a process. Definitely. It is a process and, and practice <laughs> day in, day out. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's something that I'm, I'm learning and getting better at each and every day. Mm -hmm. And again, this all sounds like it's, it's in alignment with what you do right now. And with that, it brings even more awareness to it. And um, again, it opens up, it opens up the doorway for other people to share their story because there's comfort in knowing that I'm not the only one yes. who's experiencing this. 
So exactly. I'm glad to hear that your listeners or, or those who watch the videos are able to learn from you and your experience. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm happy too. I think that's what, that's what really truly keeps me going each and every day. Mm-hmm. Would you be able to share about your, I mentioned earlier, you have a podcast called Rewritten. Mm-hmm. Could yes. you share about that podcast with our listeners? Yes, absolutely. So Rewritten is a podcast that covers all things self-love. Mm-hmm. Each episode is concise, unless I have a guest on. So about seven to 10 minutes. And in it, I cover a new topic each episode that essentially goes back, circles back to self-love and loving yourself more deeply. So topics range from prioritizing yourself to money and mindset to aligning with what matters, self-confidence, goals versus dreams, everything that is essentially necessary in that self-love journey. I talk Mm -hmm. about it in short episodes that are meant to inspire you in the morning, to boost you up during the midday, um, and also to help you unwind in the afternoon. Mm. And they all sound very relevant to to daily life, information that will help us navigate daily life. Yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And I definitely say the, the ones I have listened to so far, I've truly enjoyed. Oh, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. So thank you so, so much. That means a lot. Yes. And we are in our last couple minutes coming to our close and a couple questions I have are, what would you like to see happen in your life? Say over the next year, next two years. Mm. (sighs) So (laughs) become Oprah. No, No, that's, that's the 10 year goal. Okay. I really, I really would just love to continue to expand my platform and hopefully reach a broader audience of Black women and women of color. I would really love to speak on more panels, speak at more events as a keynote speaker, Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully have a TEDx talk, Mm -hmm. and um, eventually host my own self-care related event to help uplift and, and and truly empower other women as well. Oh, that would be fantastic. Yeah. So when that is scheduled, let me know. So oh, I absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And you have, you have an event as well. You have a brunch, correct? Yes. Yeah. And that's where the name of this podcast came from. Um, each year I would have mm-hmm. an event called There is Power in Your Story. Yes. And I would I would have it as a brunch and there would be three speakers who would come out and share aspects of their stories, whether it was lost due to addiction or various forms of abuse coming from mm-hmm. domestic violence or even, um, say, depression or anxiety. Mm-hmm. And uh, that really would speak to the people who who came and attended. And again, they could connect to someone else being vulnerable enough to share their stories. And I thought this year, because of the pandemic, I would be able to hold that. So I changed it into a podcast. So this was another way 
to be able to do that and still reach people. Love that. I love that so much. So yes, that is having an, a beautiful event like that is definitely a goal of mine. So kudos to you. I think that that's amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much. Let yeah. me see if our audience wanted to watch your videos or visit your mm -hmm. website, how could they go about doing that? Yeah, absolutely. So I would love for you all to visit AishaBow.com. And if you'd like to check out my YouTube channel, it's youtube.com backslash Aisha Bow. And for my podcast, it's available wherever podcasts are available. So that's Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, et cetera. And it's rewritten the Aisha Bow podcast. Yeah. So any of those places, um, you can check out more self-care self tips or details on lifestyle, beauty, everything that makes us us. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I want to thank you again, Aisha, for taking your time to be on There is Power in Your Story podcast. And I hope to have you back again in the future. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of There is Power in Your Story, an interview with Aisha Bo Johnson. Keep in mind that self-care, self-love, and self-reflection are all steps that can help you to build upward. Till next time.